This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome This is Colleen O'Grady, the host of the Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. This is a gathering place for moms to be encouraged, nurtured, and inspired. Also, you'll learn the latest in teen research and trends and get practical parenting tips. You really can improve your relationship with your teen and enjoy the teenage years. Welcome back, everyone, to the 146th episode of Power Your Parenting Moms of Teens podcast. I'm Colleen O'Grady, the host of the show, and Happy New Year. And can you believe it's January 2022? Okay, so one of my clients and I joke around about how everyone says something like, can you believe it's already Monday? Can you believe it's Friday? Can you believe it's January? Can you believe 2021 is over? Can you believe... You know, and for me, the answer really is no, I can't believe it. And I'm always surprised that another month has passed or season is over or year has passed. And can you relate to that? If I was with you in person, I would ask you, why do you think that is? But actually, I think it's because we're so busy with our day-to-day life. When we finally look up and catch our breath, we can't believe how much time has passed. Before we jump into the podcast, I want to talk about some exciting things. I'm so looking forward to this year. My COVID project is being birthed this year on Mother's Day. If you've been listening to my podcast, you know about my award-winning and best-selling book, Dial Down the Drama. Well, I am launching the sequel to Dial Down the Drama on Mother's Day. It's called Dial Up the Dream. Make your daughter's journey to adulthood the best for both of you. Dial Down the Drama takes you through the tween and teen years. Dial Up the Dream picks up in junior-senior year of high school and walks you through your daughter's emerging adult years. Many moms think, I just need my teen to graduate from high school and go to college and then I'm done. Well, at least that's what we hope. But here's the deal. This is why I wrote the book. You know I love neuroscience And understanding the neuroscience is so helpful in understanding 
why our teens and young adults act the way they do. But most of you have heard this fact that our brains are not fully developed till 25 or late 20s. So if that's true, that our brains aren't fully developed till 25, what does that mean for a mom? I think one of the biggest reasons it's hard to let go of your teen when they are 18 and considered a legal adult is that they're still immature. And who knows that better than moms? I've heard my parents say a thousand times, how can my teen go to college if they can't even and just fill in the blank? Clean their room, make a phone call, manage their time, get to work on time, get up on time, manage their money. So teens are physically mature, intellectually mature, but they are not emotionally mature. They are not emotionally mature. And that's what's not finished. That's the maturity gap. Between 18 to 25, they still tend to make impulsive decisions and take risks. And yet, these are the years that they are making decisions that will influence the rest of their life, like who they'll marry, where they will live, and their careers. And moms, you just watch this unfold and you wonder, what what am I supposed to do? What's my role? They don't live under your roof. So you can vacillate from thinking it's not my problem to obsessing. These years are full of ambiguity and confusion for moms, and that's why I wrote the book. And I have never seen a book that addresses these issues. Dial Up the Dream is a guidebook for moms so that not only your daughter dials up her dream, but you can too. And this book helps you sidestep all the common pitfalls that moms fall into so that you can have a closer relationship with your daughter through these years. And starting at the end of February, I will start sharing a little piece from my book every week till it launches. So basically, I'm going to coach you till your daughter stands on her own two feet. Also, I have some room in my schedule right now. So if you want to dial down the drama in 2022 and have a better relationship with your teen, I would love to offer my individual mom coaching. You can schedule a one-time consultation or have ongoing sessions depending on your situation. I'm not going to be offering my Power Your Parenting program or Dial Down the Drama book club this semester since I will be getting ready for my book launch, but I can work with some of you individually. So tis the season of new beginnings, right? This is the time of year that you make a promise to yourself that you're going to have a big upgrade and that you're going to make sure that your teen is going to have a big upgrade too. You tell yourself, this is the year that I'm going to lose the five plus pounds. Get up early, be more productive, get my house organized, watch less Netflix, make more money, eat more healthy, start my book, drink less adult beverages, not be so stressed, and be kinder to myself. And you tell yourself, this is the year my teen is going to clean their room, make better grades, be more respectful, have better friends, get a job, do chores, be more responsible, and not be addicted to video games, Snapchat, or TikTok. This is the year there will be no more drama. Every year we hope this is the year that everything works out, including me. Remember last year, we were so glad that 2020 was over and we couldn't wait till the ball dropped and it would be 2021. So how was your year? How's your family? How are your teens?
Well, part of my job is to be a good listener. And I can tell you, most of our teens are still reeling from all the chaos of quarantine and online schools. It's impacted their friend groups, their moods. They're more depressed and anxious, feel lonely, or they've just numbed out. Many teens have had thoughts of suicide, and most of them are even more addicted to their screens. Online school, though it was necessary, amped up technology abuse. If you haven't listened to episode 144 on digital distress in our teens, I encourage you to listen to it. So what I know for you moms is that you had a very hard year of parenting as your teens are still trying to find some kind of normal. So 2021 is not the year we were all hoping for. There were many ups and downs. And just as we were trying to wrap this year up, here comes Omicron. I say all of this not to depress you, but just to tell the truth. If we are waiting for outside sources like politics and pandemics to turn in the right direction, we can feel pretty anxious. And what do we do when we are anxious? Well, probably stress eat, less productive, drink more adult beverages again, and watch more Netflix. So I want to offer something different this year. Instead of New Year's resolutions, why don't you make a commitment of coming back to these two words, begin again. But before I dive into that, I want to explore some things that Ed Garrity and I discussed in the last podcast. For teens and for us adults, it's important to ask ourselves these two questions in these unpredictable and turbulent times. What is it we can control and what is it that we can't control? Sounds pretty simple, right? But what happens to us collectively is we focus on what we can't control, i.e., Omicron, and then we start shutting down or getting really anxious. You see this phenomenon in your teens all the time, and they say something like, everybody else is smart, I can't do it. I had one girl tell me, I'm giving up singing because I can't sing like Taylor Swift. So we see this phenomenon in our kids, but how does that play out in your life? Like, you don't like where you are in this stage of life, so instead of doing something about it, you just might drink another glass of wine or just get more busy. Truly, many of your New Year's resolutions are doable and within your control. The problem with New Year's resolutions are not the resolutions, but it's our expectations about the resolutions. We expect that we will get that new gym membership and go three times a week for the rest of our life and finally lose those five pounds. And if for some reason the wheels fall off our household and the heater goes out and all your kids are sick and someone rear-ends your car at a stop, your teen stumbles in drunk. Well, at that point, going to the gym three times a week seems ridiculous. And then we can make it so complicated in our little mom brains. You can get really mad at your family, your teen, or God that you can't go to the gym. You can get really discouraged because you don't have any time for yourself, and you think that's never going to change. You can beat yourself up. I hate looking at myself in the mirror. I've just gained so much weight. I just can't get anything done. My house is so cluttered. Why can't I get everything done? And then if your teens are stressed and angry, then you can feel like a terrible mom and you try harder. But then they just get angrier at you. 
And then you start comparing yourself to the other moms and you feel like they have it all together. What's wrong with you? And then at night with a glass of wine in hand, you mindlessly look at your Facebook and Instagram and stare at all your online friends on their fancy vacations with their arms around their teens. And it looks like they're having so much fun and have the best relationships ever. But then your son or daughter won't even walk downstairs and watch a holiday movie with you. All of this adds up to feeling so discouraged, and it feels like everything is hopeless, and here you are failing again at your New Year's resolutions. Or you could just begin again. I mean, it can be really emotionally simple. There doesn't need to have a huge story around it or lots of feelings. There doesn't have to be shame and hopelessness. You don't have to isolate and avoid those perfect people. You don't have to go on the roller coaster of feeling, yay, this is going to be an amazing year, and then crash into resentment. You can just begin again. Okay, there are some important principles that are foundational to really understanding what I mean by begin again, and that is intention. The best way to understand intention is to know that it is opposite of reaction. When we live in reaction, we live as though we feel everything is out of our control. We walk through the day dreading what our teens are going to do, what your husband is going to say, or what the blood tests are going to reveal. Living or parenting out of reaction is just walking around and reacting to things happening at us. We might have a vague sense of hope that this day will be better or this year everything is going to turn around, but that isn't rooted in anything. You are waiting for someone or something out there to make your life better. Living with intention is knowing that there are things that are out of your control, but there are plenty of things that you can control. So intentions are guiding principles where we choose who we want to be in this world. So now I'm going to talk about responsibility. Jack Canfield's number one success principle is to take 100% responsibility for your life. So when we are choosing who we want to be, we are taking responsibility for our life. That doesn't mean that you are taking 100% responsibility for the world or everyone else's life, but you're taking responsibility for your life. If 100% responsibility seems too harsh, then what if you took 5% more responsibility over your life? Now, I'm going to give you some sentence prompts, and I will put them in the show notes. And I would ask that you would do this exercise and write your answers down. Here's the prompt. If I would take 5% more responsibility for my life and well-being... I would, and then I want you to write four things down, so I'll give you an example. If I would take 5% more responsibility for my life and well-being, I would meditate 10 minutes a day. All right, so the next prompt, if I would take 5% more responsibility for living my passion, I would now write four things down. If I would take 5% more responsibility for the attainment of my goals, I would now write four things down. If I would take 5% more responsibility for the success of my relationship, I would write four things down. If I would take 5% more responsibility for the level of my self-esteem, I would now write four things down. 
See, I think what can happen to moms is that we take responsibility for everyone else and everything else, including the dog, cat, and gecko, that we forget about ourselves or we put ourselves so far down the to-do list that it feels noble to take care of everyone but ourselves. But it's not noble to neglect ourselves. To live with intention, you need to be tuned in to your own life to pay attention to you and take responsibility for it. So we can't live intentionally until we pay attention to ourselves and know it's okay to be responsible for it. So we need to be self-aware and take responsibility for our own life to create an intention. So if intentions are new to you, I would recommend that you create an intention that's short, like one sentence. But you can also have a one-word intention. It's good to have a set time period for your intention, like for the holidays or for the semester or for the summer or during finals or even in the morning or in the evening. And you can have a word of the year. That one word or one sentence is a reminder of what you truly want for yourself. It's a reminder of who you want to be. A word of the year could be something like clear, thoughtful, disciplined, playful, congruent, strength, centered, kind, or content. I think a great way to find your intentions is to notice what tends to happen when you live reactively. Like when you live your life at 100 miles an hour and you're always stressed. And if you don't want to repeat last year, you pick a word that reminds you of who you want to be and how you want to live your life this year. So you might want to pick a word like centered or mindful. You can create a parenting intention. And again, a great way to find your parenting intention is what does it look like when you're parenting reactively? Do you get offended, get angry, take it personally, obsess, get defensive? And if you don't want to act that way, then what do you want? Your intention can start with I intend or I choose, whichever feels right to you. So here's an intention, like, I intend to be clear, composed, centered, and caring when interacting with my teen. Or you could say, I choose to be clear, composed, centered, and caring when interacting with my teen. The beauty of an intention is that there's no right way to do it. You don't have to do it like any other person. You don't have to do what your mother says or your spouse says or what your best friend says. It's your intention. It's what your highest and wisest self truly wants. You want to write your one-word intention or your sentence down somewhere where you can see it so that it, it will remind you of what you truly want. If you get down on yourself for binging on chips and sauces and blowing off going to yoga or getting any exercise at all, instead of beating yourself up, create your intention. What do you truly want? And then create that intention. Like I choose to pay attention to my health every day. And the real reason that you have this intention is that you want to be a healthy person. It's not because your partner told you that you needed to. I mean, that would make you not want to exercise just to get back at them. Your intention is who you want to be. You truly want to get back to where you were a few years ago. Okay, now that you have your intention, you can turn your intention into an intentional question. So if your intention is, I choose to pay attention to my health every day, your intentional question is, how 
can I pay attention to my health today? Your intentional question brings your intention into action. Okay, I'm finally going back to begin again. So now instead of you having a New Year's resolution to go to the gym three days a week, we start off with your intention. And then with your intentional question, you may come back to the same desire to work out three days a week. So your intention and your intentional question and reminders strengthens your inner resolution to actually go to the gym. Now, let's say that things get really chaotic again and you don't go to the gym. You simply go back to your intention and begin again. You remember that's what you truly want. If you miss going to the gym for seven weeks, no shame here, no condemnation, just begin again. Because it doesn't matter if anyone else is judging you for not going to the gym. Probably your family doesn't care because they just care that you're taking care of them. But you don't judge yourself. You're not mean to yourself. You don't compare yourself to the perfect mom. You just begin again. You probably already have your yoga pants on, so just go to the gym. Or you can pull your calendar out and schedule your workouts and begin again. And this works for your teens, too. They feel they've blown it. Like, I'm not a great student. No one wants to be my friend at school. See, what stops us is our mindset, the stories we tell ourselves. But it's redirecting your teen to what they really want and who they want to be and then saying, well, you might not be going to the Grammys right now. That's out of your control. But you can practice your guitar and do your vocal exercises. That's within your control. If they bomb the audition, they can begin again. No shame. If they bomb the midterm, no shame. They can begin again. See, this is such a kind way to move forward, not with threats, judgment, pressure, but with lots of kindness and knowing all you have to do tomorrow or tonight is begin again. So mom, where have you given up? Where are you beating yourself up? What's your story that's stopping you? How about this year you go back to you, take a little more responsibility for your own life, and really decide who you want to be this year, knowing that you are in control of your own life and getting a little more mastery over you will bring you great joy and a wonderful feeling of accomplishment. This concludes this week's episode of Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast. If this podcast has been helpful, I would absolutely love it if you could go to Apple Podcasts and give Power Your Parenting Moms with Teens podcast a five-star review. This makes it easier for other moms like you to find the support and encouragement they need. Also, my best-selling and award-winning book, Dial Down the Drama, Reducing Conflict, Reconnecting with Your Teenage Daughter, A Guide for Mothers Everywhere. You can find that and order it online at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. And you can always find other great resources and contact me at ColleenOGrady.com, two L's and two E's. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.